best friends and introverts, welcome back to the You're So Quiet podcast, or welcome if you're joining us for the very first time. As always, I am your host, Chelsea Brown. This week, we are going to be talking about the Introvert Survival Guide. I was social for a full weekend. This is not something that I have done in a very long time, so it was very taxing for me. So what better time than now? to give you some tips on how I actually survived and some things that I would do better next time. I usually kick my dog out for recordings, but he was whining. So if you hear panting in the background, it is not me. <laughs> it is my dog. He is attached to me. And yeah, I mean, what can you do? If you have dogs, you know. Anyway, let's first get into our mental health check of the week. As always, we're going to rate our mental health from one to five, one being horrible, five being amazing. I, okay, so yesterday I was at like a two. Um, I was very emotional, like videos on TikTok were making me cry, which was like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm not a very emotive person, so that was super weird for me. But I think I'm just going to start my cycle soon, so I'm trying not to read too much into it. I'm sure it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> not like the Ross from Friends, I'm fine, but like really, I'm fine. Um, today, I think I'm at like a four. Whatever was happening to my brain yesterday is no longer happening today. So I've been super productive. I got through a ton of edits on my book. I washed both of my cars. I started putting the room back together, found out <laughs> that one of the pieces that we had dry cleaned, like they started to repair it because clearly they, they broke it. Um, but they like didn't finish the repair. So there's a whole bunch of safety pins and I picked this up from the dry cleaner like a month ago and I just haven't put the room back together because like I haven't been done with it. So I'm going to take it back tomorrow and hopefully they will finish the repair that they obviously started. Um, and if not, I guess I'll deal with that then, but I'm not really too worried about it right now. I'm trying to just stay positive in general and not let like last night happened to me again. It was like one of those nights where you're just unwell. You are just not okay and you're not sure really what the deal is, but you don't really want to talk to anyone about it because you know whatever you say is going to sound much more extreme than what the situation actually is. And what the situation actually is, is that I was feeling really emotional for no justifiable reason. And it's fine to just feel emotional. I didn't have to act on any of the weird impulses that I was having. Um, and like always, it looks better in the morning. So if you also had a weird night where you were crying over TikTok videos, um, same. And we got this. We'll be fine. Next, I'm going to get into my recommendations of the week. I have three for you again. First one is going to be getting out of your comfort zone. Th these all, I feel like, go, at least two of them, go in line with the introvert survival guide. Getting out of your comfort zone is something that I really struggle to do as an introvert because I feel like I just don't want to. <laughs> like my comfort zone is great. I love the comfort zone. I'm happy in the comfort zone. I don't need to change anything about the comfort zone. It's comfortable. But sometimes you can find exciting things outside your comfort zone. And the comfort zone will always be there when you go back, you know? So getting out of said comfort zone is really important from time to time. I'm talking like once a month, okay? Once a month, do something that you wouldn't normally do. 
and you'd be surprised. It's actually, it's a good time. Highly recommend it. I, okay, so I like medium recommend it. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear about that more um, as we go along in the episode. Second thing I'm going to recommend for you is scheduling a rest day. If you have listened to the podcast, even for a moment, you know that I am a workaholic. It is a problem. I like to accumulate projects like a collection. I don't know what my problem is. Uh, oh, I do know what the problem is. I work too much. So for me, I get burnt out. It seems like really easily lately. I get kind of stuck where I just can't motivate myself to do anything, which is kind of unusual for me typically because I'm a very self-motivated person, but hasn't been the case lately. And I realize that I've just been working myself to the bone and not giving the bone time to like rejuvenate or whatever. So take a rest day, a whole one whole day is not going to mess up your progress on anything that you're doing. Taking one single solitary rest day is not going to mess up your life. And it's easy to say, but being a workaholic, I know that it's not really that easy. It's very hard to actually just rest because technically, even on my rest day, I worked in the morning until about one o'clock and then I didn't do anything for the rest of the day. So an off afternoon is a good step. I had planned to not do anything at all that day, but I did indeed do stuff in the morning and it is what it is you know what i'm trying my best i'm working with what i got i'm not going to be perfect but i also feel like my purpose in life is not to work myself to this point over and over and over again because clearly my endurance is not like rejuvenating or recharging what is the word that i'm looking for is not regenerating see was right there. My endurance is not regenerating, clearly. So I need to take time off for my endurance to regenerate and then be able to have super productive days like I did today. Yesterday, didn't do too much. I made some phone calls. I did some stuff, but like nothing, nothing major. And today I had a super productive day. So, you know, I want to be super productive, and in order to do that, I need to schedule a rest day. So that is what I'm recommending for you this week. Next, I am going to recommend Perfect Match on Netflix. I love trash TV. I love it. I'm sorry. Reality TV, love it so much. Especially, like, a reality dating show. It's just, yes, I love it. I need it in my life. Okay, now, Perfect Match is by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. I've only seen Nick, but I'm assuming she's also involved. And they are the people who made Love is Blind. And (laughs) the premise is crazy. So, it's like a typical dating show. You have to couple up. So, it's like Love Island. But everybody on the show has been on a Netflix reality show already. So we have people from Love is Blind. We have people from The Circle. We have people from The Mole, which I have not seen and I might actually watch now. We have people from Too Hot to Handle. Like all the Netflix reality shows are coming together in this one like super baby of 
a reality show and the people you love and the people you love to hate are all on the show. So if you are a big Netflix reality person, this is definitely the show for you. I highly recommend it. The drama is very good. People that I didn't like before, I still don't like them. They're still who they are and it's, I mean, that's fine. But there are also people that I was ambiguous or ambivalent about and now I like them. So yeah, it's, it, it's honestly, it's a great idea. They, Nick and Vanessa Lachey know what they are doing when it comes to reality TV shows. I don't know if they're like actually the producers or actually like the masterminds behind this thing, but um, yeah, I appreciate it. Love it. 10 out of 10. And so with all of that behind us, let's get into our introvert survival guide. I have a few things for you and some of them might work, some of them might not work for you. This is just kind of in my experience. So let me first go back to what I did this past weekend. As you may or may not know, I have been racing my Tesla almost every weekend and I love to do it. It's a lot of fun. There was a Pro Solo, which is a national event in a town like three, three hours away. The event is a whole weekend. It can be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but we only did Saturday, Sunday. And this meant that we drove up Friday and we left Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon. And while we're there, we know a lot of the racing people who went. So we're being social for every meal, every night, throughout the day. And truly, by noon on Sunday, I was ready to not be there anymore. I was exhausted. I felt like I had wrung myself out like I was a sponge that had just been wrung out and um it was not ideal (laughs) it was not ideal but I did make it through the weekend okay normally I'm good for a few hours and then my social battery is tapped out I went a whole weekend okay so I need some credit there I would like a pat on the back I would like a congratulations whatever you think is fitting I will take But I made it a whole weekend with people who are much more extroverted than me, who clearly are not bothered by social interaction as much. So the first thing that was very, very helpful for me going into this event is a detailed to-do list. And the event organizers, bless them, sent out literally an hour-by-hour itinerary of what we were going to be doing when. So I knew exactly when I would be driving, exactly when I would be working, because you do have to volunteer to work. Volunteer, you know what I mean? You're assigned a work assignment. I knew when I had to be up in the morning. I knew when I was going to be able to leave. Like, that detailed itinerary was very important. I knew also when lunch break was and when dinner, like, we would break for, like, the night and then go out to dinner with some people. So the itinerary is very helpful to me. And I don't know if that's like an introvert thing or if it's like an anxiety thing, but if I know exactly where I need to be, when I need to be there, I feel so much better. Like this whole like play it by ear thing, I hate it. I'm not into it. I don't like it. It makes me very uncomfortable. 
So give me a time and place and I will be there. Do not do the like we'll catch up eventually kind of thing because like it's also like I need to mentally prepare myself for the fact that I'm about to be socializing for X amount of time. So having this detailed itinerary is very important for getting the the appropriate amount of energy allotted for this particular thing. The next thing I'm going to recommend to you, the second thing, is to find your people. I hung out with a group of primarily five individuals, counting myself, so I guess four people. Um, And those were the people that I hung out with for most of the weekend. And it's not to say, like, I didn't speak to anyone else. It's not like no one else was at at a dinner or at like my work assignment or whatever but having the core group of people that I feel like comfortable around and like not super drained by makes me feel like I can do this (laughs) like I can be social for longer and not feel super drained it's like if you charge your phone on a really slow charger you're still getting a little bit of charge but if you're still using it your charge will go down but just not as fast. So if you find your people that you're good hanging out with for extended periods, then you are less likely to burn out during the social event, okay? So having a set group of people is very important. Even like one or two people that you know you can like hang with. Bonus points if one of those people is an extrovert and can like carry the conversation. I I hate, I hate small talk. I, I just feel like it's a waste of time but it seems to be a social thing that is expected so I am okay at it don't love it but having an extrovert who is good at driving the conversation is extra good so highly recommend those things next thing seems maybe obvious but this is something that I did not do take a break right even if it's going to the bathroom for what seems like too long of a time like 10 minutes 15 minutes just to be by yourself in silence for just just a moment I really should have done this of course um the bathrooms at the event were porta potties so I'm not staying in there for any longer than I have to it's disgusting but I could have just sat in my car rolled up the windows and just like sat in the silence for a second and I didn't do that um And if I do another national event, which I believe I'm actually going to do another one at the end of March, um, I will do that. I will do that for sure and not overexert myself like that. Just felt like a lot of socializing. Okay, the next thing is going to be find a job to do at the event. And maybe this sounds stupid, but bear with me, okay? I find that... I become less drained when I am actually doing something actively, even if that's, I don't know, talking to some, like, some particular person, like, checking on them, or helping to set up for a party, um, helping to clean up, like, any of those things. If you can find something active to do, helping to cook setting out place settings, like any of those things, 
I can guarantee that it will feel less draining than if you're literally standing there with a drink in hand trying to make small talk with someone that you just met today, okay? Nothing drains me faster than I just met you, now I have to talk to you. And it's not like, oh, I hate talking to people so much, but it, it I don't know like what it is about me, but people like really be telling me their whole life story for no reason. I don't go to the grocery store anymore. I use Instacart. It's the best subscription I have. Um, but when I used to go to the grocery store, I would run into some random lady in the cereal aisle and the woman would be like, oh, excuse me, I have to get here. And then like, oh, no problem. And then she turned to me and be like, Reese's Puffs was my dead son's favorite cereal. And then all of a sudden I'm hearing about the dead son and how he died and how his wife was horrible. And now she's contesting the will and it's a whole thing. And I'm just, what? Um, oh, that that's, hor that's crazy. If I hit you with two or three, that's crazies. And you're not getting the hint that I'm not invested in this at all hello, wake up. I don't want this. No one wants this. Three, that's crazies. Nah, you, you just gotta, you just gotta end the whole conversation. So if you can, find a job, find something to do. Because I can guarantee if I was working at the grocery store, the lady wouldn't have said anything to me. Actually, that's probably not true. That's probably not true. Because even when I worked retail, People would either be super mean to me um, or would tell me their whole life story. There was really no in-between. It was no, like, just normal retail interaction. I don't know what that's about. Maybe it's a me thing. Maybe I have a very approachable face. But um, have you seen the RBF? Like, no. Okay, anyway. The next thing that I'm going to give you for your introvert survival guide is to simply leave when you feel like it. This can be tricky, okay? So you do have to be somewhat tactful, but as introverts, we are often also empaths or people who are more aware of other people's emotions. So you kind of know when is actually an appropriate time to leave, okay? For instance, let's say you're at a birthday party and You've given the gifts, you talk to the host, and everyone's about to sit down for a big dinner, but it's not like everyone's seated, it's like this milling around thing, and you just don't want to be there anymore. Easy, easy solution. Go to the host, say, I'm so sorry, I have to run, it was so great to see you, happy birthday, blah, 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 and literally just leave. Um, I feel like leaving is the most underused part of the introvert survival arsenal we can literally just go right we're not chained anywhere you might think oh man it's so rude if i leave no it's not the people who invited you want you to have a good time okay for this pro solo event i felt like leaving at 12 o'clock so i did not submit for the bonus challenge which i might have been chosen for and then i would have been there another four hours no that was not happening. So we strapped up the car <laughs> as soon as my run was done and we jetted out of there. I was out. I was ready to go. Um, And I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Honestly, we didn't, we're like going to see everyone again in a, in 
couple days actually but I didn't say goodbye to anyone I didn't do it I was just like gotta go it's time to leave and it's fine normalize leaving when you no longer want to be somewhere the next thing that I want to tell you and this is more of like a tip for your survival guide arsenal okay understand that your recharge time for a particular social event is going to be at least 50% of the length of the event that you attended. For instance, I was at this race competition for two days. Okay, so we'll just say 48 hours. I was out of commission the next day. You could not ask me to do anything. Sunday night? No, I was not prepared to interact with anybody, anybody. I was being kind of a brat, to be honest with you, but I was not prepared to interact with anyone. The next day, exhausted, so tired. I, on Sunday night, I literally went to sleep at 7 p.m. I'm not exaggerating, 7 p.m. And I woke up again on Monday at 7 a.m. I slept for 12 solid hours. I did not wake up on time. I was so tired. And even like 24 hours following when I got home, I was still exhausted. It wasn't until Tuesday that I started to feel somewhat normal again. So my recharge time was actually a little more than 24 hours, but my like social event was 48 48 hours. So 50% of the time that I was at the event is going to be how much time I need to recharge. So if you're going out for six hours, just know that you're going to need to recharge for probably three hours. And this is fine. This is fine. You don't need to rush your recharge time. If you go out for six hours and you need to recharge for 12 hours, totally fine. You go out one time, you need to recharge for seven business days, totally fine. I'm just saying in my experience, it is going to be at least 50% of the time that you are being social. And you just need to allow yourself that time to just recharge yourself. It's fine. Just like you charge your phone or charge your car, you need to charge yourself. Okay. The final thing I'm going to tell you, and this is something that I did not do, is to communicate with your loved ones, particularly people that you live with, that you, first of all, are getting very tired from all the social interaction or it's hard on you or however you want to word it. And then also communicate that I'm exhausted. I need to recharge. Please, like, leave me be so I can just find myself again and not step outside myself and be mean to you on accident because I'm exhausted. Because, like, I I was a brat. When we got home, I, my temper was very, very short and I don't really snap at my husband very often, but when I do, it's probably because I'm hungry or tired. And I was both of those things, and I didn't communicate to him that the weekend was actually really taxing on me because he he is an extrovert, okay? He can be out in the publics, having a good time, not need a second of recharge time. Matter of fact, he probably feels great when he comes back from an event like the race event that we had that weekend. He was tired, like don't get me wrong, but not really the same way. 
Like you, you can be physically tired without being like tired in your insides, like in your soul, you know? And I was soul tired. He was body tired. And he didn't understand that I, like this was really taxing on me. It was really hard on me. So when we're going to do this again at the end of March, we're actually, I don't know. Okay. We're actually going to do two events and it's a back-to-back type thing. There's one weekend that is the solo event and then a week passes and then the very next weekend is the pro solo event. These are both in Vegas and so we're going to do a road trip. We want to obviously drive our car so we have to get the car there. So we're going to take three to four days to drive there. We're going to get to Vegas. We're going to do the solo event. And then we have a week in Vegas where we're going to do whatever we feel like doing. And then we have the pro solo event. And then we're going to head home. Here's the thing. Um, I, I want to do this. Don't get me wrong. I've never done a solo, national solo competition. But I think it'll be fun. I did a pro solo, which is where I was this past weekend. And I liked it. So I'm going to try a solo one. Um... But just thinking about the the excursion makes me tired, okay? And not in a way like, oh, I don't want to do this. Okay, I want to be very clear. I'm not forcing myself to do anything I don't want to do. But I also feel like I need to pre-condition myself for this event. I already did the pro solo, so I know like what is going to happen to my soul. (laughs) I'm going to be very tired and I'm going to need a day in Vegas to recharge. So what I'm going to propose is that we do the solo event. We do nothing the next day. We like go get food and stuff, maybe go to a show that night, but I want to sleep. I want to relax, watch TV. I don't want to be like doing anything that requires any social exertion okay and then thursday through friday do whatever we want saturday sunday do the pro solo event monday we should stay in vegas for that extra day do the same thing eat sleep recharge and then leave to go home on that following tuesday this is what i'm going to propose to my husband He did see how exhausted I was from from the pro solo, so I think he's going to be fine with it. And a road trip is not really something you can rush, and we're not trying to rush it, to be honest. We did one to Florida a couple months ago, and it was a lot of fun, so why would I try to rush through, you know? You kind of make it more about the journey than the destination. Um, So, yeah, that'll be fun. I just do need to communicate which is something I really kind of suck at, you know? I kind of suck at communicating how I actually feel. I don't know. I think that's a really common thing, to be honest. Because when people ask, like, oh, how are you? They're not actually asking, you know? It's, like, just polite to ask how someone's doing, not because you actually want to know how they're doing. So... I think I just get in the habit of saying I'm fine or I'm doing well or whatever 
when I'm not, when I'm like on the verge of a mental breakdown, you know? But I need to be better about being more authentic with people I care about, you know, with people who are valuable to me. It doesn't benefit myself or them for me to not tell them how I'm feeling. I don't know. Maybe something I have to think about more. But I think I'm on the right track. Anyway, with all of that being said, that is your introvert survival guide. It is focused on self-care. It is focused on taking the time that you need and leaving the event when you want to leave the event. Okay, say it with me. I can leave when I want to leave. Okay, I hope that it helps you. It certainly helped me and I will be using these steps moving forward because I am apparently being more social and it's weird. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm along for the ride. I'm down. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I love talking to you guys every week. I did see a bunch of new Spotify reviews pop up, so my review, my rating is actually visible now, which is so cool. So thank you so much for leaving your ratings and reviews. If you haven't yet and you would like to, you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. You can also follow the podcast Instagram and TikTok at your so quiet pod, Y-O-U-R-E, so quiet pod. And I'm posting like lots of videos and cool content and stuff lately. So it is the place to be. It is the place to be. I think that is all for now. So I will talk to you next week. Okay. Love you. Bye.